0: On today's bonus episode, I sit down with UKC's Trevor Wade and we talk about some frequently asked questions pertaining to the UKC Hunting Beagle World Championship. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, kerr, Feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. All right, I'm here with Trevor Wade, our Kunam Programs Manager, and uh, Trevor, we're going to talk about the Hunting Beagle World Championship, some frequently asked questions, so... Uh, I thought you'd be a good one. So lay some questions on me. I actually type some out, so we'll cheat a little bit, but yeah. lay them
1: on me. Yeah, I'm a good one. I have lots of questions. So hopefully you got lots of <laughs> lots of answers for yeah. me here. Yeah. So first, uh, can you just tell me some of the specifics of the of the world the hunting beagle world championship this year?
0: Yeah, the event's gonna take place on October seventh, eighth, and ninth. That's gonna be a Friday, Saturday, and it and it concludes on Sunday, the 9th. It's gonna be held at the Green County Fairgrounds in Waynesburg, Pennsylvania. So the fairgrounds are right in town, right on the main stretch in Waynesburg, there, just off of Interstate 79. And the event's gonna be hosted by the Waynesburg Beagle Club. Their president is Curtis Johnson. And uh Randy Moore is who I've been working with a lot. He's the corresponding officer for the club. And he has put in, he's been doing a lot of work already. He's been for the last six months, he's been, you know, calling every other week or whatever, something to do with the world hunt. So I know they're working hard for this event.
1: Yep. Uh, you mentioned Waynesburg, Waynesburg PA, what's the, what's the hunting like there? Uh, the train there in, in Waynesburg is,
0: it's very rolling, very pretty. They're a beautiful region. They have a lot of good habitat, a lot of game. Uh, and, and a lot of the beaglers have already been up there for several trials or a lot of tri- the trials they have up there. And it's just a great area. Uh, to my knowledge, we've never had the Beagle World Hunt there in Pennsylvania, so we're looking forward to it, but uh, it's actually right on the West Virginia line, Yeah. Uh, just north of the Virginia line off of uh, uh,
1: Interstate 79, and actually some casts will actually hunt
0: in West Virginia.
1: Yeah, I know they're, it's a pretty strong place for Beagle events, so I'm glad they're getting the world championship. Yeah, me too. An uh, always important thing about uh, any major event is the lodging situation. What's it look like there in Waynesburg?
0: Waynesburg is actually a fairly good-sized town, and they have plenty of lodging. They have the Hampton Inn, uh, Super 8, Economy Inn, and a couple others, uh, Quality Inn. And I'm going to mention the Quality Inn. They're doing a special uh, for anybody that's uh, uh, coming to the Beagle World Championship. If you call into the Quality Inn, they're doing a $70 a night special for that event. You just got to tell them, hey, I'm a Beagler. I'm here for the UKC World Championship, that's the Quality Inn. Uh, The other one is the Microtel Inn and Suites also right there. All the hotels are right together. They have, that's a very nice hotel there. Uh, They're doing a $90 a night special. So both of those are great options. You just got to tell them you're there for the World Championship. So the Microtel Inn and Suites and the Quality Inn are the two that are doing the specials for the Beaglers. So I know
1: where I'm going and I know where I'm staying, but what am I eating while I'm there?
0: Well, hey, first on Thursday night, if you come in on the day before, uh, Thursday evening, the Waynesburg Beagle Club, they're going to host a fellowship dinner for all the beaglers that are there that come in early on Thursday night. And that's going to start around 6 p.m. They're going to uh, have this dinner thing. And that's always a great way to just uh, kind of sets the tone and the atmosphere for the world hunt. So the Beagle Club is going to host that. Another one, that I've been out there uh, two years ago. I was out there for an event, and I met this guy named Brady Gaines. He is a local there, local businessman. He is a big supporter of the Beagle Club, and he's friends with a couple of them. A young guy, he's younger than me. He's probably younger than you, but he owns his own uh, 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 restaurant there. It's called Brady's Roadhouse, and, uh, man, you got to go up there, uh, and if you want a good steak or seafood – things like that, that's where you need to go. It's on the west end of town called Brady's Roadhouse. Just Google it. You'll find it there. He's also the owner of G&H Sporting Goods there in town. So it's like a gun store, you know, and things like that. Matter of fact, he's actually donating a uh, a uh, 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 shotgun, I think it is, to the overall winner for their for their event. He's, uh, he's good friends with Dude Bennington and a couple of the club
1: guys up there. So really good guys. But Brady's Roadhouse. Check it out. Yeah, there we go. Uh, what what do I have to do for my dog to be eligible to compete in this world championship? Good
0: question. First, the dog has to be UKC registered, and it's only those beagles that qualified at one of the designated qualifiers that were held throughout this year in 2022, uh, and they needed to be uh, entered in advance for the world championship no later than Friday, September 16th. So it's only those dogs, beagles that are registered, qualified, and that were entered by the Friday, September 16th deadline that are eligible for the World Hunt.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'll I'll probably come up a day early, maybe Thursday or so, Would i be able to confirm my entry if I come there.
0: You sure can. On Thursday night, we'll start confirming some entries, and that just helps us for Friday morning with all the hustle and bustle. So we'll start doing that around 4.30 local time there at the fairgrounds, uh, confirming entries, and we're going to actually confirm for both rounds 1A and 1B. So the round one is split. So I can actually, if I have a lot of guys, will have a couple dogs that they're bringing, you know, so I can handle one in A and one in B. So on Thursday night, we will confirm both one rounds 1A and 1B. So that's a good time to get it done and get it done and out of the way and be done with all that for the rest of the weekend.
1: Yeah, when I'm there confirming my entry, what sort of uh, paperwork or dog identification do I need to bring with me? Okay,
0: you don't need to bring any paperwork, or you don't need to know your entry number or anything like that. That's irrelevant to us. What you what really helps that you can bring is your easy entry card, and have that easy entry card in out when you get in line, uh, just to kind of so we can uh, move through as efficiently and smoothly as we can, uh, and because we're gonna have your entry sorted by the first owner's last name. So if you can give us your easy entry card, that makes it so much easier for our entry takers. Because oftentimes uh, you'll tell me, yeah, okay, you're Trevor Wade. Well, I'm looking for Trevor Wade and I don't have it. What you failed to tell me is your dog is combed by Todd Kellum, and Todd's name is first. Right. So it just, those things just really help. Bring your easy entry card. You Don't need anything else.
1: Uh, if If I plan on guiding my cast competing in the event, what do I need to do there? Well, first of all, uh, you should contact Randy Moore, the, the guide
0: coordinator in the, uh, from the host club there. Uh, his phone number is published in the World Championship ad that's listed in the on our website. Uh, but call Randy. Make sure he knows that you plan on guiding or can guide. He's the first one that should know, and it's very important for uh, organizational purposes. And then after that, also let our entry takers know at the time when you confirm your entry, that you are down as a guide. We need to know that as well.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I entered the event, uh, say I enter into round, uh, round a, I need to be hunting in round B. Is there a situation where I can switch the round I'm hunting in?
0: Uh, you know, we really discourage that. We would rather that you decide which round uh, we're talking about or not round, which whether you're going to hunt in a round one, a or round one B uh, get that or decide that and try to stick to that if you can. We, of course, will try to work with you best we possibly can. Uh, but we'd encourage you to make that decision when you enter. It'll make it so much easier for organizational purposes, again, and, and administrating the event. And uh, otherwise, it does get a little bit muddy. Uh, what we can't allow you to do is move from B back to A, it's okay for you to move from a to b it's much easier for us to do that than it is from b to a we can't have you move a dog from b to a because of uh, uh we limit our entries from uh,
1: to 120 dogs in round a well i'm a bit of a procrastinator myself so let's say i'm uh, trying to pre-enter into round a and you say there's a 120 entry cap for round a what happens in that situation yeah, so
0: that's a good reason uh, to get your entry and your advanced entry into UKC as soon as possible, because you could technically run into that where the first 120 uh, entry spots are already taken for uh, round one A. And if that were to ha- uh, that were to happen, and we've had it in the past where the club had plenty enough guides to where we could take 130 dogs, but what we what we uh, set up with the club is that they have to take at least 100, be able to take at least 120. Beyond that is just what they can take. So you want to be in those first 120. So uh, uh, yeah, enter the earlier enter, you know, you're just assuring yourself to be in those uh, 120 to assure you're going to be able to hunt a dog in A. Otherwise, there'll uh, there'll be a chance that even though you entered for A, that you may not get to hunt in A. You may get moved to B if A is already full. So, and there's not really
1: anything that we can do about that, you know, so something to think about. Yeah. Uh, what if the entry that I have, uh, the dog that I entered, comes in heat, comes in, uh, is deceased, or, become, or gets injured before the event date? That's a good question.
0: And the entry may be substituted with another dog that has, uh, has the same owner listed on its, uh, on its uh, ownership records, and that is also qualified for it. You know, and then you have some guys that do get some, qualify some, maybe some backup dogs or whatever, maybe not their A-list dog or whatever, just in case something like that happens so they have another one to replace it with. But it needs to be two things. Again, it needs to have the uh, a name, one of the names that was on the first dog that was entered uh, needs to also be on this substitute, whether it's the same first or in the same order, all that doesn't matter, just so long as one of the names match and, and secondly, that it is also qualified. Um, otherwise, uh, you may also be eligible for a refund, but only if you notify our hunting Ops department before uh, the day of that event. before that Friday, October 7th. Uh, and we will uh, we will consider refunding your entry. And the amount refunded will be the exact amount that you paid. So in other words, if you use gift certificates and things like that, it won't uh, won't uh, pay for those amounts or whatever. Uh, but when I say that it's very important that you do that, that doesn't mean that you contact the magazine department or the registration department. It needs to be, or, uh, me on a messenger or something like that, you know, contact the UKC hunting ops department. And we've, you're one of them that works in the department. We will have a list put together and they will uh, make note of those. So call the hunting ops department and, uh, let one of those reps know.
1: Yeah. So at this help point, help us help you. That's right. Uh, so at this point we're all entered up and ready to go. Uh, I'm getting there on Friday. What are the entry deadlines for Friday?
0: Uh, deadline is going to be seven a.m. for round one a. Seven a.m. in the morning. That means you need to have be in line to to have your entry confirmed at that by that time. And then on Friday morning, I mentioned Thursday we will confirm one a and one b. But on Friday morning we will only be doing one a. At that point we won't be confirming any entries for b. It just plugs up the lines too much, and secondly, we have plenty of time in the afternoon to get those B round, uh, one B round dogs confirmed at that, at that point. So for round B, it's going to be 3 p.m. So the morning hunt is 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and no B entries on Friday morning. But then afternoon is 3 p.m. This podcast is brought to you by the all new Dogtra Pathfinder Two. Dogtra, the official GPS collar partner of UKC.
1: Yeah, perfect. Uh, do I need to have
0: my dog measured at the world hunt? You do. That's the very first thing that you're going to do uh, is when you come in, have your easy entry card in hand that we talked about, some of the, what you're going to need to confirm, uh, but you're going to go to the measuring stand first, and the reps will be out there to uh, measure your dog, unless your dog is already permanently measured, You'll need that verification or confirmation on your easy entry card. Uh, but other than otherwise, you will need to have your dogs measured uh, first. And uh, there again, get it done on, on Thursday evening if you're there. Otherwise, yeah, you need to do it Friday morning and then again in the afternoon for all the bee dogs. Uh, what's the format for the world hunt? Format for the world is full elimination. That means, and, and secondly, all dogs are drawn out together, regardless of category, whether they're registered hunting beagle champions or grand hunting beagle champions. They all draw out in the same pot. All that doesn't matter. Males, females, height, nothing. Uh, all in one category. All casts will hunt for 90 minutes in every round. One, two, three, all the way down to the final cast, uh, regardless. Uh, and then it's a uh, win your cast and advance to the next round uh do you are you required to have plus points when you win your cast to advance most most uh events that u k c has you are required to have plus points in order to be considered a cast winner there's we have what we call the big five where that is not required and this world championship is one of those where they are not required to have plus points to advance uh during this uh um, the one the one other oh, thing ahead. that one yep. other thing i'd like to to just mention here this this year twenty twenty two was a rules change year for hunting beagle um uh, the Hunting Beagle program. And so we made a couple adjustments in the rules. i be very anxious to see. I, I think we'll have uh, the way the rules are now being able to score a little bit more. Uh,
1: I'll be surprised if we have any dogs without plus point scores, to be honest, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, let's say at the World Hunt, are you using non hunting judges, hunting judges? What's, what's that like? uh both actually it's uh ukc's uh discretion uh
0: whether we use hunting or non-hunting judges for any round for that matter but we generally plan to use hunting judges in round one on friday that's a and b and then again likely on saturday morning for round two but then we prefer if we possibly can and generally we can in round three on saturday evening we'll start using non-hunting judges and then also of course in the final cast yeah so it starts starts out with hunting judges And then it ends up with non-hunting. And during this, during this world finals,
1: will you be using master hounds or hunt director format?
0: Well, there's a good chance, actually, we might utilize the hunt director format and use the reps for a panel for any questions that uh, may come in. Uh, But it's not set in stone yet. We uh, used the hunt director format at the nationals this last year and the reps for panels. And honestly, it worked very good. Now, the, this, uh, we used to have it in the rules for the Hunting Beagle World Championship in the rules at a master, we had to use a master hounds. But uh, with the rule, uh, we had the opportunity to get that, to remove that portion of it in the World Championship rules in case we wanted to utilize that. And, and that is a good, that's a good uh, uh, option for us if, uh, if we want to use it. Uh, just feel like sometimes,
1: especially have good qualified individuals like the field reps, uh, a panel does work pretty well. Sure. Sure. Uh, Shifting gears a little bit to the show there, Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the format of the show and maybe who the judge is this year? Yeah, yeah. So first, the show is going to
0: be held on Friday, and it's going to be held between round 1A and 1B. So it's, the deadline to enter is going to be 2 p.m. You're going to enter uh, right on the grounds on that day. Uh, and the qualification rules have changed uh, slightly. Uh Uh, You must, in order to to enter or be eligible for the show here, you either have to be entered in the world hunt as one way, or then you just must have proof that your dog has at least a minimum of one cast win on its record. Used to be where you had to qualify for the world show by hunting at a WQE without getting scratched for not hunting. That is not the case. You're not going to find that in the rule book anymore. Now, it's a matter of having at least one cast win on your dog's record or you're entered in the hunt in the world championship, that's going to make you eligible for it. Um, the judge this year is going to be Matt Turner from Ohio is going to be judging the show. Uh, he's judged. Uh, he's, he's, first of all, he's shown a lot of dogs throughout the years. Matt, uh, I think a lot of people know and some don't, but Matt's been around since he was a little kid, you know, and, and he's been around these beagle hounds forever. Knows a good dog, knows confirmation well. And uh, he's judged the nationals, several, a lot of other major events. So he's going to judge the show for us this year. Um, so as far as the format for it, as outlined in the rule book, starting on page fifty-one, there is no best of winners in the registered classes. But other than that, the registered classes are the same as any other show. Just no best in winners there. Starting out with the you know age classes. And When we get to the champions and the grands, actually, that's a little bit different as well. The champion and grand champion classes are separated by sex. In other words, in a normal show, the males and females and champions and grand classes show together, but not here. They're separated. Male or female. Males show against males only, and females against females only. Uh, moving to the semifinals of the show will feature the best registered champion and grand champion of sex. So the first class will be uh, three dogs, three males. Your best registered, your best uh, hunting or a champion, and then your best grand. Those three dogs uh, will go up for in that class and then the and the same thing with the females so that's in the semifinals of this show so now you're down to one male and one female in the final class uh the male will show against the female one will be the winner the other one will be the opposite sex oh.
1: yeah uh so when i'm at this world hunt do i have the option to get my dog permanently registered or permanently measured yeah you, we do have that
0: and we have we have designated events where we do that at and it's uh uh, the World Hunt is one of those. We do it at the Nationals and a couple of another event or two, maybe at the uh, sometimes NHBA days. Uh, but the World Hunt is one of those. We'll do that on Friday uh, between rounds one A and one B. We'll have applications there if somebody wants to get their hound permanently measured. Dog just must be uh, registered and must be eighteen months of age uh, or older, and the fee is fifteen dollars to get that done. It's a good time to get it done too.
1: Um, so can you tell me a little bit about the award, the placements and the awards that you have there available at the world finals? Yeah, we placed 10 dogs at the world. So first through tenth, and, uh,
0: we have uh nice awards, uh, at this time, I don't have the actual list for it, but I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm confident will the awards will be really good. UKC, I feel like has really stepped it up in the last couple of years now with, with awards. And so I'm confident they're going to be, they're going to be good.
1: And on that same note, I guess, can okay, tell us a little bit about the championship wins that are available at the World Hunt?
0: Yeah, every cast winner in every round. This is a little bit different than most other events, and it's it's the only event that is kind of like this, where if you win your cast in every round, you will get a win towards the dog's decree for every round that you're a cast winner.
1: Yeah, I think you pretty much covered it up pretty good there, right? Yeah,
0: so, all right. So, and folks can get additional information by going to our website, go to the to the the beagle page on the website click on to the uh, hunting beagle logo and there we have the event ads uh some more other details and things like that but hopefully we've covered a bunch of the questions we get a lot of
1: absolutely well good luck to everyone competing
0: yep we'll see everybody in waynesburg thanks for listening to the ukc hunting ops podcast Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and to like and follow UKC Hunting Ops on Facebook and Instagram.